Hello and welcome back to the Age of Empires, the definitive podcast, uh, the show that is uh, at best not consistent, at worst, uh, you know, gone for a month, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I guess I guess this is kind of what happens. Uh, we started a project, honestly, with the last two recordings, uh, I wasn't as happy with the audio quality of them, but what can I do? I mean, uh, I feel like sometimes, you know, you, you do a new setup, you try to include another person and then you're setting up two mics and there's some bleed over and it wasn't honestly for me at least the best sounding episodes i think there's a lot of worth in them but they're not uh audio quality wise what i was kind of hoping for um but that i think that's okay uh i think going into the future um we'll, we'll kind of see where the show goes uh I, as anyone can probably tell if you're kind of listening or um if you, especially if you're listening to the podcast, you'll see that there's a, a new logo. I've kind of changed the name a little bit. Um, we'll be going away from the kind of history part of it a little bit um, just to kind of see. Um, you know, I, just, just so I can get through the games a little quicker. And maybe we'll go back and do a history one at the end. I don't know. I'm not quite sure kind of how, how where or how I want the format to go from here. Uh, but for now... Uh, this will this will kind of be I'll be kind of trying to focus on reviewing the campaigns first because uh, there's a whole lot to get through so <laughs> though it should take more than enough time uh, another reason or another thing that I guess you'll notice if you're watching the video portion of this podcast is I'm actually going to have uh, my attempts kind of fast forwarding in the background so at least if someone's watching video wise like uh, you know putting up a video with audio only is just, just kind of you know, might as well just be listening to a podcast then. So uh, I just, I recorded some of the gameplay footage of me either failing or uh, achieving, <laughs> getting through the missions um, in Voices of Babylon. So um, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Uh, so let's, I guess let's get into it. Um, Voices of Babylon, which is, <sighs> so far, I think the hardest campaign that I've played in all these games. And it's... Uh, it's definitely <laughs> something I wasn't expecting going in, um, especially the first mission. So the first mission is the Holy Mana. Um, essentially, the idea is uh, King Hammurabi sends you to conquer or convert other civilizations. Uh, you start with one priest and left on your own to figure it out. Um, so the first thing that I noticed immediately kind of jumping into the game is um, honestly how... <laughs> how like there are times in this game where I felt like there's been a little to no direction or, or sorry, instruction. Um, but this one was just like defeat or convert all these enemies. And it's just like, okay, uh, I guess, I guess, I guess I'm just, just going to walk around with one of the, one of these priests and hope for the best. Um, so, so I guess the first thing that I immediately kind of saw going into this is, um, that, you know, you got this one priest, so I guess you have to get a villager, get start a town center, and then start from there. That's kind of the first idea that popped into my head uh, trying to uh, get this. But um, <laughs> honestly, just exploring the map and getting used to it was very difficult. Um, so it honestly took me a while. Uh, and I, I definitely felt like the mission mission got very, very difficult as I realized what was going on. So uh, you have two uh different uh i guess i guess uh, opposing civilizations you have to go for uh there's one in yellow on the on the right side of the or the east side of the map uh and then one in the northwest or i guess upper left side of the map is um in the red and you're kind of just trying to figure out okay so how do i 
go about uh, you know getting to a point where I can actually build an army and win. Um, so I'll tell you right away, this mission felt impossible. Um, you have to kind of find lone villagers to convert because if you go around and you go near their actual base or their army, either uh, military units or uh, all the other villagers will all of a sudden attack your your one. <laughs> Uh, you're one priest, and then you're kind of done. You're like, oh, I guess, I guess the the goal kind of is gone uh, from that. Um, so, I I have a number of missions where I'm trying to get you know this like army built up, this base built up, and I just kind of die. Like the first wave hits me and gets to me, um, and it's mostly because I, I get one villager and then try to build up, and then it wouldn't really work. Um, and so, <laughs> I got very frustrated. I'm not gonna lie. This is. Uh, if you are playing through the you know the definitive edition of the Age of Empires campaign and you are playing this Holy Man mission, it is difficult to say the least. Um, you know, maybe maybe you're maybe you're a significantly better player than I am, and uh, I think the fact that I also took a couple weeks off definitely added to how difficult this one was. Uh, so so I <laughs> so I definitely recommend that kind of going into this, you're going to realize it's very difficult. Um, so I actually changed to easy mode. Uh, and I decided to go after the uh, after the Acadians first. So the Acadians were the yellow civilization on the right because they had less warriors. Um, so another big thing that I realized is there's this area with two cherry bushes. So I I, I was just, I just tried to plant myself there um, and and get food so I can build villagers and kind of build up from there. And that was that was kind of the goal, the hope. Um, but because I, I realized I had to get to the second age. I think the big thing was is like I couldn't just build uh, for like the the kind of uh, I guess what is it? Stone age is definitely not the right word. I don't think. Uh, I don't I don't remember what the first stage of the game is at this point. But um, I I couldn't just build those units because I would get crushed by the uh, the red enemy at the top left. Um, so. I had to make sure that I could I could get to the second age as fast as possible. Hence, uh, you know, building my towns that are right beside cherry bushes and trying to get food as fast as possible so I could get villagers and then you know get my economy going and then hopefully build up to the second uh, age. Um, unfortunately, uh, well, I actually, fortunately, I finally got to a point where I I built there's so in the middle of the map there's this cherry bush right beside. Um, the river and I was able to build a dock and get my I guess uh, my um, my galleys and my, my uh, warships going so that I could actually defend my villagers on the land and that was kind of the strategy that I did um, and so I would do that while just having all my villagers work on wood so I could get fishing ships uh, and essentially that, that that put me in a tough spot because I for the first time I was able to have my um, priest in, a, in an area where I can easily convert other units because they're kind of hidden beside behind my structures but unfortunately I still wasn't able to build up fast enough to actually defeat anyone um, and so it was just this never-ending onslaught of me like restarting trying to beat this mission and this was on easy too so like I <laughs> I definitely got desperate with this particular mission um, but that doesn't mean it wasn't fun I think that's another thing that I kind of want to keep in mind is that although the the mission was very difficult uh, I actually really enjoyed playing through it because um, I think the one thing that a lot of older games have is that they they tend like the scale of difficulty of different missions is, tends to be a kind of all over the place, um, and 
maybe if you have like the secret to figure it out, it'd be easier. But this particular mission felt like a step above every other mission that I'd ever played in the campaign. Um, perhaps, perhaps the only other mission that kind of reminded me of this one is the uh, the mission where um, you had to kind of like assault. There's the seven priests that you had to get through uh, and destroy the temple and get the artifact and stuff. So that was that was the only other mission. Uh, I believe that was in the Greek campaign that that somewhat resembled or, or was at the level of the difficulty that this mission was. Um, so, so essentially, I was I was kind of caught in that spot where I'm like, man, this is so difficult. Um, what do I do? So I, yeah, I kept restarting from the point where I actually had fish, fishing and warships uh, kind of up, uh, but then. <laughs> Then I realized I couldn't really defend my units because the warships would try to go defend my units, and my units would die before the warships could actually uh, take down like the soldiers on the or the enemy. I don't know if soldiers is the right word, but whatever their their whether it was their chariots or whatever. Um, so <laughs> I have in my notes here like this mission period is difficult period. Um, so so like I kept I, I eventually decided to restart the mission from the beginning because that one area at one point I got to was not enough to, for me to actually take the game um, and so what ended up happening is going a little closer to the to the Acadians and then what I noticed is like oh no they built a barracks but then I realized because I had my priest up I could keep converting their military units and so for a little bit there's this this one time that I went through the game where I was just converting their uh military units to my own which is kind of funny because they built me a little personal army and I didn't have to put any resources into it so that was great um and uh eventually when I was doing that mission I realized oh wait let me get stone and watchtowers that might be a good way to defend myself because I think that in my head it's like survive long enough to actually build up an army and win the game and so um in order to do that I I decided okay let, let me get stone towers so in by far the most uh, intriguing and I guess warlike mission or, or most fun I had with this game. Uh, it was me desperately trying to circuit these wash, wash towers, uh, but there was nowhere I could, uh, I could expand around these wash towers in the middle of the map um, near these cherry bushes. So there was a point where I had, I'd have five or six different uh, farms all around this one area <laughs> and I'm just trying to survive and it's, it, um, it was it was like the the end the two enemies were sending waves and waves of other units at me and it, I'm just trying to survive and it, it, I'm desperately trying to mine gold from another area hoping that they don't discover the two villagers mining a certain amount not mining gold mining stone hopefully they don't discover those two villagers and, and so I can keep building towers um, and then there was a point where I was finally able to establish uh, another wood source far away. So I had the farms that were protected by the towers and then I had villagers cutting wood far, far, far away. And because I advanced the, like the last, I, I had all the upgrades for like wood cutting and stuff at some point. Uh, eventually I could only build chariots cause I had a lot of wood and uh, food. Uh, so I, I built all these chariots and then was able to take out the Acadian so that the right side civilization that was a little weaker which is good. It meant that finally the right side of the map was pretty much mine. Um, and then became this, like, I felt like I became the wave boss because I just sent these waves of chariots. But the problem with the chariots is they chase and the opponent's chariot archers were taking me out. So eventually I switched out to pretty much all <laughs> chariot archers because I kept losing the normal chariots because they kind of go down these, like, rabbit holes into the enemy base by themselves and, and just die uh also uh, stand ground is definitely an amazing way not to lo lose units if you know how to use it properly so i definitely made use of that 
um and then after 10 or so failed attempts of but well i guess this at this point wasn't failed as in i restarted the mission after like sending waves and waves i eventually got to a point where i was able to to overrun the enemy and finally beat this mission um but yeah like i was saying i think despite the fact that this mission was significantly harder it was actually the most fun i had in the game um so there is something to be said about like the di difficulty of like trying to figure out this puzzle or this mission where i got really comfortable with the map and kind of knowing where i should go on the map kind of helped me help my enjoyment of this mission uh which is really intriguing to me because I, I think in some ways that's what um what many like if you think of speedrunners or pe people who like go through video games as fast as possible like they kind of map out what's the best way to do it so i kind of felt like that although i wasn't going for speed but i was kind of going for how to figure out uh, like this puzzle and solve this this problem that was this mission so i definitely uh enjoyed that aspect of it um so with that kind of that was the first mission in the voices of babylon right you uh Hammurabi had sent you to to kind of you know on this lone mission and you somehow succeeded all right um you know the uh this i this idea of like taking over and converting other villagers is uh historically they'd be quite interesting to think if like your your kind of i guess religious doctrine in some sense could could actually help persuade other civilizations um in a way that like they would immediately turn on their opponents i don't think that would be a historical fact but uh it's there's just some intriguing aspects to that i think that uh historically could definitely be used um kind of inspected as well next was the tigris valley so the, the second mission in this in the third campaign of the age of empires definitive edition um gets you in 1755 bce um so in the last mission you added these Sumerian and Akkadian cities to your empire. Now one of your cities was sacked and they stole a law code engraved in stone towards the Tigris River. Um, so this one, yeah, you kind of start in the upper right. You have this little island and there's three other islands, maybe four. Um, but you kind of have to find these artifacts and bring them back. Um, and because of how difficult the last mission was, I decided that I would start every mission on easy now. Uh, unfortunately... <laughs> um, this this particular uh mission because of the fact it was uneasy was actually maybe too easy um and so like that i i did enjoy the relief of being able to beat the mission at my own pace but it it was at a point where i was like okay i need to bring it back to at least standard because it was it was getting a little too easy um this mission starts with you having a couple workers and army units so it's very nice that i could build up quite quickly compared to the last mission um you know the fact that like oh okay it's not just like me struggling to figure out how to how to even start building a civilization i could just build it right away um so that's that's a nice little dichotomy there i guess uh, i built up military had to figure out where they were so um i guess i think the one thing that a lot of these missions teach you and i think that a lot of people take for granted especially if they uh play real-time strategy games is that um real-time strategy a lot of times scouting or they do they ability to explore the map is so underrated like i think especially anyone who starts playing real-time strategy games the first thing they'll do is just kind of try to build in their own little area but they have no idea what's going on around them um, so missions like this where you're kind of like exploring the whole map just to figure out where this one little thing is so you can attack are, are definitely good in in i guess uh widening your ability to understand like, like games like this um <clears throat> but essentially i think uh what i eventually was able to do is 
I don't know if they're called hoplites for the Babylonian civilization, but they're whatever the equivalent is, like the slow unit uh, that, that doesn't really die. I was able to get a bunch of them on the uh, south. Uh, sorry, I the I'll just I'll just call the enemy by the color. I think it was the brown uh, enemy. Um, I was able to transfer them to the bottom of their island and then kind of build up with them and build towers uh, as I would move pushed forward and eventually. I uh, was able to get the artifact, bring it back to my side, and then the other artifact was in the north. That was a little easier. I got a little earlier. Uh, just sent a bunch of units in there, and that was that. Um, I don't know how much I feel like the fact that a lot of these missions involve using kind of naval forces, have, having that big ship army. Um, I think there are times where it is enjoyable, but there are other times where the naval aspect of it, of having to transport units just more tedious than it is fun um so that's always something i think about kind of going through these missions uh and and that that was that and then our next one is vengeance so this happens uh you know about 150 years later shall we say uh where this uh hittite army has marched down the shore of the euphrates river and sacked babylon um and so okay so <laughs> Uh, uh, this, this kind of mission is you start off with pretty much everything you need. Uh, you're in this upper left corner and, uh, there's a small water channel as opposed to a big, like a big giant seabed that a lot of the other missions will have. Um, and so this water channel is kind of nice cause it, uh, kind of lets you keep track of the whole sea of everything going on. Um, and and the fact that I could build ships and just kind of control the channel as opposed to having to like constantly be, you know, working them around is, is very nice, especially if you're just beating these games for fun, right? Like the ability to just be like, okay, let me, let me just have my ship stationed here and I don't really have to worry about it. Um, and this mission was a lot of fun because I could max out quite quickly. Um, and it, it was very, <laughs> I, th I think I think after the first mission, all these other missions, the, the three other ones that I've played through, um, were were very nice in in how they kind of like let you relax a little bit and so uh so that that kind of that kind of was nice a uh, little change of pace um eventually i built up this giant army of like these uh bow archers <laughs> uh on horseback and i think i was able to topple the towers one by one uh you had to kind of transport them over to this middle larger middle island that was desert uh and then go through this little pass with towers on it um the bigger problem was taking out, I guess, siege weapons. So you just have to make sure you could get to them before they kind of took out your units that were stacked on top of each other. Um, but overall, the mission wasn't wasn't all too difficult. It was nice, kind of just like okay, build the army, attack, win. Um, so so I enjoyed that. Um, it this is this is I guess a point that I started thinking about as well when I was playing through this mission is that the game starts to get to a point where you don't want it to be repetitive. So like if we take the first mission where you start with one priest and you have to kind of build from scratch, I think that is nice because there's a little change of pace. But with missions like this, it just becomes essentially build big army, find enemy, destroy enemy. Um, and so like the one thing that I guess I keep looking over is like, I very much like scenario driven kind of pathway driven maps um, because they do feel a lot more campaign like shall we say um, 
as opposed to which sometimes happens in in this game is like okay this is just like general like larger kind of I don't know, general larger skirmish, and I, I think I think I've said that before, but it's it's the one aspect of the game that I definitely would like to see kind of change in the future. Or I don't know if change is the right word, but this is where like custom scenarios and like making a pathway I think would be very helpful um, instead of just okay, this is a historic event, let's just place you know units on a historic event with a map layout that we think is cool, and then call it a day, right? Um, to be said, the gameplay. Um, I think does do a lot like I think if you enjoy playing Age of Empires you'll enjoy playing through these campaigns <clears throat> but I think another aspect that I keep thinking about is like you never want the campaign to feel tedious for tedious sake um, because where I'm at now kind of with the campaigns like apart apart from literally that first mission which took me a million times to, to go through um, is that at some point I'm like well I'd rather just play like a skirmish right if I'm going to play like a, and just get better against the computer, because uh, some of these missions kind of, they, they don't do enough to kind of entice me to be like, okay, like, like the campaign is fun. It's like, I might as well just play random skirmishes because a lot of the campaign missions kind of become like that. Um, the fourth mission, kind of the last one that I'll do in this little series, uh, by the way, I'll, I'll be doing a part one, part two for Babylon, just because uh, I was at a point where I wanted to get, I was recording stuff and I kind of want to get stuff out um, a little earlier. I think for the sake of the length of the show, I think I'll probably not do a two-parter because I, I much more prefer a show that's around 40 minutes, uh, 50 minutes than, uh, you know, 20, 25. So, um, yeah, this will be the last part or last, I guess, campaign that I play through. So this is the fourth mission. Uh, I shall return. Um, essentially... Uh, the Kassites had taken over Babylon from 1185 to 1155 BC. So you have to retake Babylon after. Oh, sorry, they, they they were your rulers and Babylon had fallen under them. Or some, I guess that's a historic aspect of it. Um, so you essentially have to take retake uh, Babylon. So first thing I do is run away with the, some villagers they had and I went to the remote island in the top right of the map. Um, over there, overall, it was kind of like oh okay like let me let me find this one spot build my town center kind of build up um and then i think another thing that i've realized a lot in these games and i guess this it does teach you this in a lot of the campaigns is there are times where forward placing kind of uh, military uh production facilities are just way more effective than trying to transport everything so sending a village sending your villagers in those kind of transport ships and just building up your military already on the main island uh, was a lot better. Um, so I ended up making an army to attack the enemy from the May Island. Uh, and so it, it, it kind of felt like there was the Southern part of the Island where I could like really build up. There's a whole bunch of gold there. Um, and so I used that to my advantage and I was able to kind of build an army and attack and take over. I don't think there was much more to it, honestly. Um, yeah. So, so this, this has been, I guess the, uh, the Babylon part one. I think I'll do a Babylon part two. Um, but I may, I may be trying a couple different things kind of in the future. Um, because I'm feeling like a lot of these missions are getting a little repel repetitive for, for my taste, shall we say? Um, so I'll, I'll kind of have to think about how I want to structure the show. I think I'll definitely do the part two. Cause at this point, you know, <laughs> I might as well get through all of Babylon. Um, 
and I'll probably be releasing some other content that's Age of Empires related. Um, it's just stuff I'm thinking about, so we'll work through it. Uh, this is a short one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and it, hopefully the next show will be out kind of, I'm hoping within the week, uh, you know, it's uh, it will plenty more time now to uh, try to work on projects like this and maybe add some video stuff. So I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you all next time on the Age of Empires Definitive Edition podcast. Oh, also, last thing, uh, shout-outs to some uh, you know Patreon supporters of ours, uh, Mife and Paint. Bye-bye.